meat. Legends. From all around the world. Dear listeners, have you ever been in love? Have you ever loved so much that a life without the other could not even be imagined? Are you ready to hear about this? Are you ready to hear about true love? We hope you are. I am Isabel de Sagura. I'm going to tell you our story. I come from Teruel, an arid area located in the north of Spain. The city of Teruel is part of the Kingdom of Aragon, where the mountains almost reach the sky. In those vast landscapes, The sun burns during the day, the ground which the moon freezes during the night. Rivers are running and create falls between the deep and dark caves in the rocks. But my world is not yours. I was born in a world that did not know the internet, nor course, and a continent that you call America. Diego and I were two youngsters, part of noble families. We were free and inseparable. We used to dream of amazing explorations. One day we were dragon slayers, the next one ocean sailors. The day after we were deep forest conquistadors. As every kid, we grew up and dreams grew up with us. My only wish became the will to spend the rest of my life in Jago's arms. We imagined the look of our future children and we planned at least a thousand times our incredible wedding. Two young people, crazy in love, without doubts, but confident, which was necessary as Jago decided to ask the permission of my father to marry me. How brave he was when he did! Diego was the second son of a sailor's family. He was born without purpose as his older brother would be the only one enjoying the legacy of his father's company. My father, wishing the best and the best only for his beloved daughter, his only child in concern, he finally declined the request. In order to comfort me, my father promised me a proud, strong and rich husband as if this inappropriate promise could change anything to my pain. Did I cry? A whole sea could not hold more water than my body was able to reject. However, what can a single man do to impeach the furious love of two youngsters? So, we agreed on a compromise. Diego should travel, gain experience, wisdom and wealth. Then should come back five years later with enough glory and treasures to deserve my father's blessing to marry me. 
As a proof of love, I would tenderly wait for him, counting days and nights separating our half-hearts. Diego left, and time passed. The days were grey, severless, similar to each other. My father started to pressure me, telling me that the love of my life would never come back. But I reminded him of the agreement. On my side, I was part of many battles, fighting against the Moors. Times were difficult, long and dark, but the memories of my promise kept me alive, making me stronger than ever, unstoppable. Rumors about Jacob's death came to my ears and got me desperate. When the term of the agreement was announced, desolated and with nothing to lose anymore, I finally accepted another proposal. This man was Pedro de Azaglau, a fortunate man from another city that my father used to tell me about. Unfortunately, and to prove the fate's cruelty, Diego came back to Teriel on the exact day that I was supposed to get married. I was healthy, incredibly strong and rich, but I was late. As the bells rang, I understood and got crazy of sadness, feeling fooled and betrayed. When I managed to calm the anger, which was burning all my body from the inside, I figured out that Isabel did not fail, and I took myself as the only culprit of this black story. Collapsed, I decided to sneak into my beloved's bedroom after the celebration. Did I have a plan in mind? Not really, to be honest. I simply followed my instinct and the smell of love and tenderness that Isabel was naturally spreading around her. There she lay, close to the wrong husband, asleep. But I took a chance, approached the bed, gently caressed my woman's hair and whispering, asked Isabel a kiss. I was shocked and confused. I couldn't answer such a proposition. Of course, I still loved him more than everything else, but what would all this mean? As he was asking again, almost begging, I felt my heart break. If God did not approve our love or our union, how could I? And how could I cheat on the man that I just got married to? I said no. Diego died next to me, his hand on my cheek, his eyes in mine, his heart full of despair. I cried, screamed, suffocated, waking up my husband at the same time. I asked for a story, explaining that I had a horrible nightmare. He accepted. Then I told him a story also, my story, and all that just happened. He called me a fool, claimed that I should have kissed him, whispered that we had no choice but to remove the dead body to Jago's parents' house. This would look more natural and less inconvenient for us. I accepted everything. How was I supposed to reflect? The next morning, I remember how guilty and horrible I felt. And most of all, I was feeling lonely and empty. I had to be there for the funeral though I wondered about my capabilities to face such an intense moment. I wanted to say goodbye, 
but not this way. Not with people around me. Not with my husband or with my relatives. No, I did not want to say goodbye at all. But I did. My shaking legs brought me to the church. I walked through and came to the coffin. He was there, his skin as pale as the moon and his eyes as closed as my heart was now. A tear of mine dropped on his face, showing me the way to his lips that I finally kissed to mean, I'm sorry, I miss you, I love you. At this precise moment, when our mouth touched, I felt my heart crushing before I fell into an endless sleep. The end? No. This supernatural incident drove my family to accept our love up to the point that they buried us together so that we would never be separated again, even in the second life. In 1533, two mummies were found together in the church San Pedro in Teruel. It never was determined if they really belonged to the lovers. But the chapel where they were found was renamed the Lover's Chapel, and the mummies were moved to a beautiful sarcophagus sculpted by Juan de Avaros, a famous Spanish sculptor. Nowadays, the sarcophagus are still there. On this wonderful sarcophagus, the lovers are sculpted one beside the other, almost holding hands, but almost only. Their hands never touched, as a symbol of their incomplete love during their life on earth. As a fun fact, there is a famous saying in Spain, about these two characters that goes like Los Amentes de Teruel, Tonda Ella y Tonto El, which means the Teruel's lovers, stupid her and stupid him. This expression is used ironically to address the misfortune that can come with a really passionate love, as it happened to Diego and Isabel. <laughs>